0: It has taken me a really long time to kind of get the motivation and the courage and the want to sit down and get this episode out. And I've been struggling so much over the last two weeks with everything that has been going on. But I'm finally ready to sit down and get everything off my chest and move on from the relationship I was just in for the last 10, nine months. We're going to say nine months. And it's time for me to get fucking back to the way I used to be, the girl I used to be, and the fucking Ali Mars that everyone knows and fucking loves. So I'm back. And I feel like I've said I'm back so many times. But in this case, in in this, in this scenario, I like mean that I am back as my own, like as the Ali Mars. I'm back. I'm fucking back. So let's fucking go and let's talk about another tragic romance loss in my life. say nothing is better when you're going through a breakup than to like you know find distractions and like keep yourself busy and do stuff that's like gonna keep your brain occupied so you're not thinking about your ex and that's that's not how it's been for me for the the first little bit here and I've wanted to like release this podcast episode like a long time like a week ago but I just couldn't I I didn't have it in me to like sit down in front of my mic and like talk about what I'm going through and how I'm coping and how I'm dealing with these things and it's taken a lot out of me, this this breakup. And I'm not entirely sure why this one is hurting me so much. And we're going to get into a lot of it today because I have, I have found peace in the breakup by writing down all of the things that my ex did to me that were not okay. That I stuck around for and I tried to like get past certain things, and I tried to get past the emotional abuse, and I just, I, 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 tr- I tried, and I got to the, the breaking point where I just couldn't do it anymore, and I had to put myself first, and I had to be selfish, and I had to end the relationship, and for the record, I was the one who ended the relationship, and for those who listen that know my ex, if if he's going around saying he was the one that broke up with me and I'm a crazy bitch and I'm psycho and I'm fucked up, the reason why I'm crazy and I'm fucked up is because of the things that he put me through. And it's not okay, the stuff that I sat through, and it's not okay for anybody who is in a relationship that they go through emotional abuse or they go through some of the things that I went through and I just... I want to say one thing before I jump into it to those of you who are listening who are going through a relationship that you're putting up with things that you shouldn't be putting up with or they cheat on you and you stay or they're rude to you they make comments they they make you feel like a piece of shit. It's okay to leave and it's it, you got to put yourself first and I'm on the side of TikTok that As soon as you like a breakup video, your TikTok algorithm turns into an entire breakup TikTok page. And I'm on the breakup healing journey TikTok right now. And the stuff that I have been watching and listening to, it's really reasoning in my head. And it's making me think that my decision to leave was the smart decision even though I go back and forth with thinking should I have stayed should I have tried a little harder should I have done things differently but I didn't do any like I didn't need to do anything differently because it wasn't me it wasn't me that was the reason that this relationship didn't work because I give my all and sometimes it might be too much but I find joy in you know cooking and cleaning and taking care of my significant other but it got to the point where it's like, why am I not being taken care of? What am I getting out of this relationship that is beneficial to me? Because I'm not getting anything out of this relationship that's beneficial to me at all. And I thought about it and I thought about it. I'm like, oh yeah, like there's those good days. We have those good days. But on a scale of one to nine months, we maybe had a few good days. Like, I don't know why I put up with the shit I put up with and stuck around for so long. And I sit here and I talk about it as I'm trying to get this off my chest. And it's just mind-blowing because these things are going on in my head and I'm repeating the stuff. And he was so quick to throw away the relationship when I said I didn't want to do this anymore. You need to fix some stuff and you need to change and you need to... You've Lost your motivation for things, and like, what are your goals? What are your dreams? Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Do you want a family? And like, it was there was no communication. And the communication is the biggest thing in a relationship. And when you are not receiving it, you need to reevaluate if this relationship is worth it because no woman is gonna sit there and say, Hey, you know what? I don't need communication. It's all good. I don't, I don't need that in a relationship. Yeah, we do. And it's bare minimum. And it's bare fucking minimum. And when you have to start begging for bare minimum, that is when you know you do not deserve that relationship or that relationship doesn't deserve you. Whatever the case, you know you deserve more. Because I... Had to beg for bare fucking minimum and you should never have to do that. You should never have to beg someone to text you when they get to work safely. You should never have to beg them for a good morning or a good night text message. You should never have to beg for flowers especially on Valentine's Day. You should never have to beg for someone to do something because they know it makes you happy and... It blows my mind the bare minimum things that I had to beg for that should be standard in a fucking relationship. And communication is the number one thing. And I don't understand how anyone in a relationship thinks that not communicating is okay. There was one day that my ex had told me he could care less if he talked to me for days. Like, could care less to text me. Like, didn't really care. I don't think he ever asked me once how my day was or what happened at work today or anything along those lines. I also, (laughs) my ex didn't care to know my birthday. Didn't care to know my mom's name. Didn't care to know my friends' names, didn't care to hang out with my friends, didn't care to get to know me on an intellectual level, and didn't care, to be honest, probably about this podcast. I can guarantee you he has never listened to an episode, and this is probably the episode he's going to listen to, and I guarantee you this will be the one. Now he's blocked off of everything. I had to, the best way to move on from a toxic relationship is. You have to block that person. You have to block them off everything possible that you can imagine that will have some sort of way that you guys can contact each other. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I was perfect in this relationship. I wasn't. I have insecurities in being cheated on because I've been cheated on so many times. But... When there is communication in a relationship and a little bit of reassurance then you feel a lot better and your trust is built again and when I wasn't receiving communication or any slight little bit of reassurance that is of course why my brain would stray and think that he was up to no good. And it didn't help that people were telling me he was up to no good. But when you would ask him, they were lying. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, 4Kids Flashback. You know, your gut is going to tell you when something is fucking wrong. And let me tell you, my gut told me. Now, there's so many things I want to get into about this relationship and the stuff I put up with. And I have my notes of like, I had to write these things down and I had to go through my phone the other day to obviously we're girls girls screenshot everything and I have screenshots from like when we met in June like up until when we dated and and tried to date and broke up and then got back together in August or something like that and I have everything written down and it makes me emotional because of everything and I sit here and talk about it and I'm just like holy fuck like back when we had first met in June it was so toxic because he still wanted to be that single guy and I could see it and things were rushed and moved really quickly and then we were supposed to go away for the long weekend for Canada Day and the day before we left he was like I don't want to date you right now like we'll talk when I get home, like, I just want to go and hang out with my buddy for the weekend, and then me being the investigative FBI agent that I am, I saw videos of him, like, all over this blonde girl on a boat, and I find out, while he's there, he had invited me to come out there, he's like, just come out to BC, like, just come, and I was like, am I supposed to just guess where you are, like, how am I supposed to figure out where the fuck you are, then ghosted me for a day, And then that's when I found that, and then that turned into an argument, and then we, like, were not speaking again, and we stopped talking for a couple weeks, and then got back together again, and then he told me he had slept with that girl, and it crushed me, because, yeah, we were only talking for, like, a month, dated for a little bit, but, like, it still, in my opinion, was some form of cheating because we were dating and he broke up with me strictly just so he could go on that trip slept with this girl and then came back and wanted to be with me again and I put myself through it again because I was like okay I'll trust you again for a second and it was clearly a poor decision on my end and I should have known right then and there that this was a relationship that I was getting into that probably was going to cause me multiple if not more than multiple heartbreaks and then I look back in September and we had we were going through the same shit like fighting and arguing and he told me that he was never going to change and this is who he is and he's always going to be miserable and he likes to be alone and all this stuff and I tried to be convinced him that you know you don't need to be alone like I love you I want to be with you I want to spend my life with you and that changed like He felt a little bit better about that and then. And then in October, October rolls around and I meet the family and we go out there for Thanksgiving dinner and we get back from dinner and his cell phone was open on the desk and I saw Tinder and Hinge on his phone and I said, are you fucking kidding me? You just introduced me to your family. You are still on Tinder and Bubble. And he literally, this is the best part of this story. He tells me, <sighs> I went on there to get a photo off of my profile that I needed. And I said, oh, that's weird, what photo? And he shows me the photo. The photo is on his Instagram page. So the guy lied to me and was convinced that I would believe this fucking ridiculous lie that he was on there to get a photo when he, in fact, was not on there to get a photo He was talking to other people actively while we were dating or he was looking for something else. That's why the dating app was still around because he was still actively swiping while we had made things official again and got back into a relationship. I should have known then and there that this was a mistake and I shouldn't have fucking gave him another chance. But sure enough, I did because I am also an idiot. (laughs) Like come on right after you just introduced me to your family I just it fucking blows my mind and then he made me out to be the crazy bitch and said if you text me one more time I'm blocking you. That was his favorite thing to do when we would get into an argument he would block me. He was immature and would block. Who? You block your girlfriend because that's gonna solve all the issues. Another time he did that I went to his mom and I texted him. Uh, texted his mom and I said you can tell your son to unblock me I have things at his house that made me crazy again too because um I went to his mom I'm the crazy bitch when I had literally a lot of items at his house that I needed to retrieve the other thing too is I did this poll on Instagram and I gotta scoot up I'm on the floor right now because it's easier to record on my little Like my little stool table thing that I have here. Because (laughs) it's all I have. I haven't bought a desk yet. I'm still kind of living this ghetto lifestyle without without a desk. But that's fine. I did a poll on my Instagram. And I also did a poll on my Twitter. And the question was, is it okay with... Okay, say you're in a relationship, okay? Is it okay with your significant other's ex... To still hang around with their family. Everyone thought I was fucking insane. Like for posting this question. People were like what the fuck? Of course it's not okay. Like it's literally not okay for your ex's ex to hang out with the family still. I literally was so happy when I saw the results from my poll. Because his ex-girlfriend still hung out with his mom and his mom's his mom was friends with her mom now I don't know if that's how they met but she was still hanging out and on his birthday she had messaged him and was like happy birthday like I took out your mom the other day like it just for me That's a boundary and that's a hard boundary. And for both the ex and the mom to still think that that was okay was kind of mind-blowing to me. And it just goes to show I don't care if the moms are friends. Let the moms be friends. But when your ex is still lingering around, it just goes to show that she is still interested and she still wants more and she still is holding on to that little bit of hope that maybe you will change or maybe you will realize that she's the one. I don't know what the fucking case was there. But it wasn't for me and I have a boundary and that was a hard one and I said hey it's making me a little bit uncomfortable that like you know your ex is hanging out with your mom like do you think you could just say something like it's just it's it's bothering me a little bit no that's gonna make me look crazy like I'm not I'm not fucking doing that and I was just like okay like I guess I'll just go fuck myself like no problem um it, like it's as simple as having a small conversation. I didn't say block her and never talk to her again. And block. Get your mom to block her. Because I would never do that. But like when you're going to have your ex-girlfriend hanging around in the back of your. Like with your family and stuff. Maybe it's time for me to meet the ex-girlfriend. Maybe it's time for me to be included. Maybe it's time for me to hang out with your mom. Like. That was just something that just blew my mind. And when I did my poll and all of you agreed with me, it made me feel a little less crazy. And this whole relationship has been making me feel like I am fucking insane. And it just... It drove me to pure insanity. And it's just wild how one can just deteriorate someone's mental health and make them feel like the things that they are bringing up and feeling uncomfortable about make you the bad person. Just, it drives me wild to think that I was put through this to make me feel like I was crazy. And I've been suffering a lot and by a lot, I mean, I've gone through so many anxiety meds just because of how anxious I've been after all of this. And I'm anxious right now. <laughs> I, I enjoy that I can be real and raw on my podcast to this breakup and, and tell you guys how I'm feeling and not feel like I'm getting judged. And if I am getting judged, that's fine. I, I don't really mind, but I, um, it's hard. And that wasn't even like the only things that had happened like I had saw he messaged girls on Instagram saying they were looking thick while we were dating he messaged his ex while we were dating saying she looked hot like there was just it it's all inappropriate like it with hard eyes things and I recently have found out like if you someone posts a story and you hit that little heart button like it doesn't show like it won't go into their your messages with that person but Like, who knows if he was doing that, too. Like, his ex and him and his ex's mom had a group chat still. Like, they still texted. My biggest red flag is his Instagram notifications were turned off. So, he had his notifications off all the time. Um, He was always on Do Not Disturb. He would leave it on Do Not Disturb. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He would have his phone on Do Not Disturb while he was at work, but... It would stay on do not disturb because he knew like he would probably get a message from someone. Um, His phone was always upside down. I remember when we were going to take a shower and his phone was in the bathroom. It was like in the morning after it had been on the like fully charged all night like at 100%. He took the phone out of the bathroom and went plugged it back in to the charger. And I said that was just on the charger all night. Like why does it have to go back on the charger? Like, it, he didn't want his phone around, out and about when I was around. Like, I cannot believe I'm saying this out loud that this behavior was okay for nine nine months. And it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Those are the biggest red flags when you know someone is either cheating on you or entertaining multiple people. And these men with fucking low self-esteem or whatever it is, need to feed their egos by multiple women to make themselves feel better about themselves. And it's just, it's fucked up. That's like, how many times do I need to say it's fucked up? Like, oh, I just i can't i think back on the three months that we like lived officially together when i would go to work and he would watch the dogs and everything was great i would come home the kitchen would be a mess there was he would never clean up after himself and i always had to clean and i did this and i did that and i did the other and I was gone in Mexico for four days and I came back and the dogs had no water and no food so who knows how long my dogs didn't have food and water for and at this point I know the relationship will never ever ever be a relationship again and I didn't want to have to I didn't want to come on the podcast and throw him under the bus and I'm not trying to I'm just trying to express my feelings towards the relationship and the things that happened and how I felt and it was just wild and the three months that we were like together the last little bit here his all this man did was play video games and I would ask if we could like watch a movie and he'd be like no I have to raid tonight no I have to play video games he would call like he this game was his life and it's pretty crazy when you date someone and they start prioritizing a like a cartoon zelda world of warcrafty whatever the fuck it is video game over your partner like it was fucked like we we stopped going out there was no romance the romance was gone It's even like it's fucked to be saying that out loud that the romance was gone because I'm a very sexual person and I would buy nice lingerie and like it's essentially like it, it there was no point like I remember I put it on once and he literally could have cared less that I had it on and I started to lose my confidence. And like when you start to lose your confidence and start start to lose like who you are and feeling confident in the bedroom and feeling sexy and feeling pretty, do you even really want to have sex? No, probably not, because I lost that. And for the longest time I was telling my girlfriends I was like I feel Ugly. like I, I feel like I'm not who I am like I've lost it like I have lost who I am any other time I would feel sexy I would feel fierce I would feel like a bad bitch I would own the bedroom and it, <laughs> it disappeared after being completely teared down by this man who I thought I was going to spend forever with And it's fucked up again for me to even say these words. Oh, I just... (sighs) I gotta put the book down. (laughs) When you start to lose who you are in a relationship, that's when you know you're with the wrong person. And... That's exactly what happened to me. And I lost who I was. I lost my spark. I lost my personality. My friends would say, You sound depressed. I would call my mom crying. That's not who I am. That's never who I've been. I have always been a bad bitch. <laughs> not even joking it's just like it's just wild it's wild how a relationship can tear you down emotionally and physically he was always asking me did you go to the gym today did you go did you go to the gym you need to grow that ass you need to go to the gym I get it you want me to go to the gym my body is literally not what you want I understand I don't look like your ex-girlfriend (laughs) if yeah needless to say it's been a couple weeks now since we've been broken up and my birthday is next week I cannot believe this I have to keep moving my legs every five seconds because I'm so uncomfortable I had to take a sip of my wine I only had a glass today I've limited my alcohol intake because I'm in my fitness mode and I'm in my revenge body mode and needless to say at the end of the day I did what was best for me even though I have been miserable and extremely upset about my decision and thinking maybe I did make the wrong decision and I have to I have to put me first and I had to do that and he came over and dropped off all my things uh last week or something like that I cried for twenty minutes while he was here and he had the audacity to try and sleep with me. And <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it was all about sex, you know, like at the end of the day when I do think back on this relationship, it was never um a romantic um relationship that was gonna be long term for us. There was never gonna be a family involved, there would have never been a ring. It just was never gonna go that route and I've been doing soul searching lately and I've been to therapy and I've been figuring out what I want with my life and <sighs> I've been binge watching One Tree Hill this is a little off topic and it just I've been watching Haley and Nathan grow as a family and it gives me the goosebumps because then I'm like do I want that do I want a family do Am I now there? I never thought I would get there. But maybe I am there. And maybe leaving this toxic relationship is what I needed to realize. Maybe that is what I want. And that's not going to be with this person that I just left. It never would have been. That was just strictly sex. And what I thought maybe was more for me. And it wasn't more for him. It wasn't. And it never was going to be. Alas. We have blossomed. (laughs) It's time to move the fuck on and wake up because we don't settle for bare fucking minimum, bitches. We are not settling for bare minimum, okay? We are not settling for lazy ass sloppy men who are not going to provide anything for us at all. At all. Wake the fuck up and realize your worth because We're not doing this ever again. I'm sorry if the clapping really bothered your listening device. But wake up. We're not doing this again. I'm coming out of my shell again. The thought of being with another man kind of gives me a little bit of anxiety. Like I have absolutely no desire to sleep with anybody right now and i don't want to and i am solely focusing on me and i'm bringing this fucking podcast back more than once a month he made me lose my ch- motivation because that mo- he had no motivation so then i lacked my motivation and it's back i have been fucking hustling i have been sent more pr packages in the last couple of weeks than i ever have been in my entire life Brands are reaching out to me. I'm getting collaborations. I'm fucking being asked to be flown to LA by a man. Another man wants to fly me to fucking Amsterdam. I have options and I always have. I settled for a man that didn't want to give me bare minimum. That didn't care about my feelings. Didn't want to know my birthday. What the fuck, Ali? Wake your ass, your dumb ass up and realize you deserve the world. Ugh! God, it feels good to get that off my chest. I, my phone <laughs> has been blowing up. I've been talking to someone and <laughs> I've got no plans, obviously. It's, it's, uh, sounds like it could be a rebound, but you never know. You never know. The man wants to fly me out to LA spend a weekend with me. Come here and visit for Stampede. I obviously going to keep my lips shut because I'm never going to tell you guys who it is. So don't even ask. I got to get this stride back. I need to go to Miami. I need to shake my booty. I need to go visit my friend in Miami. I need to fucking probably go to Vegas. I need to go to Nashville with my other girlfriend because she needs to get away. <sighs> I feel like I could faint. I gotta take another drink. Fucking, can you guys feel it? (laughs) Can you feel me coming back? Can you feel the Ali Mars, like, rejuvenating her soul and coming back to life? Because I can feel it. I can feel this bitch coming back to life. And it feels good. It feels fucking good. I got off that, all of that off my chest. You guys all know what happened. You're probably all going to go run and tell them that I made this podcast and that's fine. Let them listen. Let them listen because you know what? At the end of the day, they always come back. And they always come back when we've healed. Our journey has ended. We're back in our bad bitch phase. We're being feral rats. We're being hoes. I'm not going to be a hoe, but we're back in our feral stage. And listen... My birthday is in one week from today. April 7th. My birthday. We're having a party. My friends are throwing me one. I'm inviting every guy in my contact list. That's going to be awkward. But we're... No, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. But we're back. We're getting there. He's blocked. The man is blocked. The bitch is back. (laughs) The bitch is back. I do have... Birthday next week. Wedding in Mexico at the end of the month. Um, May will be maybe a little bit of a catch up. Uh, June we're doing Miami. I'll be back in Miami visiting my fam jam. Out, well my my friends who are fam jam out there. Nashville in July. Stampede in July. August fucking probably Vegas. We're going somewhere every month because she's back. I'm going to tell you guys I'm back again because I am back. Did you know I'm back? <laughs> All right. All right. That's the tea. That's the hot gossip. Hot girl summer is around the corner. Leave these men if they are not treating you right, women. And we don't settle for bare minimum here. This is the no bare minimum club and we ain't settling. Let me tell you that. Let that man buy you a plane ticket to LA. Let that man buy you a Gucci bag. Let that man do whatever it is because we do not deserve non-communication. No flowers, no and nothing else (laughs) I could go on and on and on but I don't want to repeat myself all right bitches welcome back to welcome to Mars because she's back she's hot she's fierce she's thriving and she's ready to take on hot girl summer I will see you guys next week and um we'll be back with more episodes and I know you guys are gonna really enjoy it bye I'm Matt Kundel, host of the Sound Off podcast